Listening to this episode, you probably understand having one source of income is too close to none. And as one of the wealthiest people in the world, Warren Buffett says, if you don't find a way to make money in your sleep, you will work until you die. With that being said, I am finally exposing the industry to this very unique very secretive way to make money in real estate that no one is talking about. No, I'm not talking about wholesaling. No, I'm not talking about fixing flips. No, I'm not talking about rehabs, right? No, I'm not talking about flipping contracts. I'm talking about event spaces. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to go ahead and show you for $300, I'm going to waive that $300 fee and give you access to my free masterclass where I'm going to show you how to find your own location. I'm going to show you how to fund your own location. I'm going to show you how to automate this entire process. The same process that I help hundreds and hundreds of people do, I'm now pulling back the curtains. I'm going to help you do the same thing. So what I want you to do right now, go to event space masterclass.com right now. Go ahead and register. And as soon as you're done, Go back to the episode. Once again, go to eventspacemasterclass.com. I will see you in our next class. Homelessness was my mentor. Like, you know, I was Mm. homeless at the age of 17 with my son. And for me, that was a very low moment. So anytime I feel myself going backwards, I always say I never want to go back that far. So that kept me going. Like, that kept my drive going. That kept me moving. It became so addictive buying income like that that I got addicted to it. Like, sometimes you can be addicted as a consumer or you can be addicted as a producer. I was addicted to producing. I was addicted to saying, how big can I turn this snowball into? And so when I looked at it and I started looking at my portfolio, I'm like, yo, I'm a millionaire. Yo, I'm a multi-millionaire. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I look at my family trust. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even know anything about that. But all of that started from me being consistent and just being a good steward of what I have. Sometimes we get opportunities and we pass them by because we're we're not good stewards with what we're given. Let me ask you because... It has to work where it has to work. Welcome to an episode of Circle of Greatness, man. I'm your host, Nehemiah Davis, and I'm super pumped up about this episode. One of the reasons is I own a block with this young lady, y'all. A whole block. We got 60 houses on one block. And I said, hey, I need you to come on here and I need you to break down some keys on how to be a developer, right? And more importantly than that, like, how did you come from being poor to buying buildings and just changing lives and showing other people how to do it? So without further Ado, I want to go and invite my sister Terika, aka the female real estate guru. What up, hey, sis? What's up? Thank How you, you so much. I'm excited hey. to be here. Hey, thanks for being Circle on the pod. Greatness you already me. know. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. I'm excited. How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. good. good I'm good. like, I don't know what you're gonna ask me, so it's gonna be good. This yeah. will be a good interview. I'm excited. Yeah. Hey, listen, you've been you've been on a you've been on a run on these interviews, impacting a lot of lives. Praise God, yes, I have. I've done um quite a few um interviews this week and I'm excited. I mean, sharing my story, helping people, yeah. you know, understand that you don't really need a whole lot to, you know, get started. And so yeah. I'm excited to be able to share that information with you. And and if I'm not mistaken, I believe you started with five thousand or was it yes, five hundred? I started with my tax return, $5,000. And, you know, um, nobody told me that I was doing it right or wrong. So I just did it with what I had. You know what I'm saying? And so $5,000 tax return. Um, I had $3,000 in a real estate commission check. That was $8,000. It was everything I had. And um, when I tell you I had so many bills and debts and different things like that that needed to get paid, 
but I was like, screw this. Every year I get my income tax, I go pay my bills, I go do everything, you know, um, that I do every single year. What if I do something different? Yeah. Like, what if I don't pay mm. these bills? Like, what's gonna mm. happen? They're gonna keep calling me? Yeah. I mean, I dealt with them for a few years and I think I'm, I think I'm okay, right? And so, um, I eventually um, went, we bought a property for 5,000, I put 3,000 into it. Um, I went to the bank, um, they appraised it at $60,000. So my 8,000 turned into the 60,000. The bank said, we'll give you 80% um, of the value of the property, which came out to be about $48,000. Mm. I used that money to go buy more real estate. Mm. And you just, you haven't stopped since. I haven't stopped. I put my head down. I understood the formula worked. And so I kept on saying, if I can turn 8,000 into 48, I can turn 48 to 100. I can turn 100 to 150, 150 to 200. And I just kept on going and I kept on going. But let me ask you, what made you keep going? Because sometimes you may do a deal mm -hmm. and you get content. Like, mm -hmm. yo, I just made a deal yeah. and you just chill. I got right. one property. I got one rental. Right. And then you don't go to two. Then you don't right. go to three. What was that deciding factor? Because someone's listening right, right now and they're in the area of contentment where they just did a deal. They're like, let me chill until next year. Or they mm -hmm. just did something. They're like, uh, let me take a break. So what was that thing? Is it a mindset? Like, what made you say, it, I got to keep going? It's definitely a mindset because, you know, um, homelessness was my mentor. Like, you know, I was mm. homeless at the age of 17 with my son. Yeah. And for me, that was a very low moment. So anytime I feel myself going backwards, I always say, I never want to go back that far. So yeah. that kept me going. Like, that kept my drive going. Yeah. That kept me moving. And so, you know, um, I knew it became so addictive buying income like that, that I got addicted to it. Like sometimes you can be addicted as a consumer yeah. or you can be addicted as a producer. Yeah. I was addicted to producing. I was addicted to saying how big can I turn this snowball into? Wow. And so when I looked at it and I started looking at my portfolio, I'm like, yo, I'm a millionaire. Yo, I'm a multimillionaire. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I look at, all, you know, I look at my family trust. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even know anything about that. But all of that started from me being consistent and just being a good steward of what I have. Sometimes we get opportunities and we pass them by because we're, we're not good stewards with what we're given. Yeah. Let me ask you, because I know being a, a real estate millionaire is somewhat different. Than, and I know later we want to mm -hmm. talk about the digital millionaire, real right. estate mentor. Right. Okay. I mean, real, real estate millionaire. Mm hmm like how long does it take to be worth a million in real estate? Meaning like, is that, I guess you could do it in one deal really, but mm -hmm. basically I'm just trying to figure out how the assets are categorized. Yeah. How are you categorizing? I'm a millionaire with real estate. How right. do people categorize that? Is that my by the value of the bricks? Got it. Okay. By the value of the bricks. So like, for instance, if you have, you know, um, five properties, 200,000 each, two, four, six, eight, ten. That's a million dollars. So in real estate, in the real estate world, to the banks, you have a million dollar um, portfolio. Got it. Because that's five properties, 200, 200, 200, 200, 200. That's, that's a millionaire in real estate. Got okay. It. Now, a million, it don't mean you have a million dollars in your bank account. Yeah. It just means that you have a million dollar portfolio. Yeah. 
That makes sense? Yeah, no. And so a lot of the times people think, yo, it's so hard to get to a million. It's really not. Yeah. And then you could refi 80% of it and get 800000 if That's you right. need it. If, yeah. if it's all liquid. If and, it's liquid, yeah. yeah. if it's all liquid, absolutely. Um, but what I do is I buy where I have anywhere from 30 to 40% worth of equity in it. So anytime I do a deal, the exit, which you should always start with the exit, what is your plan for this building? If this building is to pay, let's just say, you know, your mortgage, okay? Well, it's going to pay the mortgage. So while it's paying the mortgage, I want to take the equity out of that building. The equity is the money that's um, left over from what you paid for it and what you owe the bank. The remaining is your equity. I want to be able to use that money that's inside of my bricks while it's still taking care of my mortgage. I want to use that to go buy more assets. Mm -hmm. I want to go buy more income producing. Essentially the bird method. Yeah. Tell the people what the bird is for those. Yeah. So the bird method um, is you buy the property. You're going to renovate the property. You're going to rent the property. You're going to refinance the property. And then you're going to repeat the same process. Tell people what refinance means. Just refinance means that's a great question. And thank you for asking me to break it yeah. down refinancing means you're gonna burn um, back in the day i thought i'm like cold yeah. burr, you know what i'm saying yeah right so whenever you're refinancing a loan you're literally taking the loan that you have and you're going to renew the terms but when you renew the terms you're like yo i want you to give me some money back out of it now you can do a refinance without getting money out but what's the point yeah. Like some people be like, yo, I want the lower interest rate. Like I want the lower interest rate and I want my money out the bricks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you may not be able to get a lower interest rate, but you can get some capital to yeah. go deploy mm-hmm. by more investments. And depending on what that investment is, that interest rate may make sense for the refinance that you just um, did the cash pullout for. Mm, that's good. Let me ask you this because, I mean, we kind of, we start jumping into it I quick, mean, we but, went into it. Like, yeah, we, I'm yeah, like, yes, yeah. this is sexy. I like yeah, this yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I need people to understand you went over that homeless piece kind of fast. Like, yeah. I, I've never been homeless. I've never had a bunch of struggle. My mom and grandma gave me the best life they could. But yeah. how did you get there? Like, how did, like, Mm-hmm. homeless at 17 i'm mm-hmm. kind of want to know yeah. how did you get there and that actually how did you pull yourself out of that yeah. with a well i'm assuming a newborn like yeah. that's a that's not normal and somebody's listening to this they right. in the struggle right now they they right. wondering is is there light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. they're wondering is will they be able to get out of this mm-hmm. they're wondering if can I still become a millionaire? Mm-hmm. Can I be a single mother with a newborn teenager and still mm-hmm. make something in my life? Somebody's mm-hmm. listening on here and they really want to know how can I get out of it? But I wanted to know kind of how did you get in it and how did you get out of it? Right. And so um, I would just say, you know, how I got into it was a product of my environment. Mm. Like my mother and my father was on drugs. Yeah. And so, um, you know, back in the 80s, crack was very popular. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so unfortunately, you know, my mom and dad was heavenly on it. And um, there was a period where I lived with my mom um, and you know, she was very sick, you know, um, and when I say sick, like she, you know, she used drugs very, very heavy. Like she would leave us in the house days at a time. You know, it got to the point where I remember one day we was in there for like a few days and we were starving. Like me and my sisters were sitting on the sofa, like my baby sister crying. We like didn't know when she was coming back, but we couldn't leave out the house, but there was no food or no power. And so I remember opening the front door and, you know, if you've been in a dark place for a long period of time, like when you open the door and the sun hits you, that hurts your eyes, you know? 
And I remember um, running out that house as fast as I possibly could and grabbing two hands full of grass and running back inside, you know, um, and that's what we had to eat. And so, you know, I came from a struggle, you know, where I've always had to know how to survive, even at five years old. You know, when my mother got home and she was high, you know, um, like she would do some of the most disgusting things. Like she would beat us with extension cards. Like she was a very physically um, and verbally abusive person um, at that time. I remember when one time um, she got home and she owed a drug dealer money and she literally sold me to her drug dealer to, to take care of her fix. Wow. Yeah. Sold you to a drug dealer. Yeah. Five years old, meaning she allowed him, you know what I'm saying? To have his way with me. Like he raped me. And for me, five years old, five years old, Five years old. I rem I remember, and I had so much trauma from that, um, Neil. Like even as an adult, like it was hard for me to get through that because I felt like if my own mother couldn't love me, how could anybody else love me? Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. So I didn't know. I didn't know how to experience love. I didn't know how to experience, you know, somebody caring for me. Like I didn't really know what that was. You know. Um. And what's crazy is, um, I was telling, um. I was telling Jadis whenever I was doing this podcast, like, you know, I used to reach for the door handle even as an adult in my sleep because when I was getting raped, like, that's all I remember was reaching for the bathroom door handle. I couldn't even get to it. And so that that was a point for me where that's how traumatized I was. And so um, I look at, like, even the marks on my arm, like the wrap right here from the extension card. Like, I look mm -hmm. at all of these marks, and you say, well, how did you pull yourself from that, right? Jeez. Well, I never knew. I never knew it was this deep. This yeah. you got me over here cringing, yeah. like, because I'm yeah. thinking about a five year old child. They're so. My daughter's three. I can't imagine yeah. someone doing this to her. I will lose my yeah. crap. I know. Like, let me tell you. Um, they thought I was crazy for most of my life. Yeah. Like they put me in a mental hospital. You know, um, I, I was trying to kill myself. Like, I went through a lot of mental stuff, you know, um, as a child. And I eventually ended up going to foster care, and that made everything worse. You know, um, and I think, and this is for a young lady out there that's listening, you know, like, by the time I got to 12 years old, I couldn't count on my hands and toes how many people I've been with. And that's because I just did not care about anything in life. I just wanted the pain to stop. You know, and um, I didn't know that I was worthy. I didn't know that I was, you know, um, I didn't know that I was somebody, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like some people be like, yo, how you don't know that? Well, I, I didn't know that. If you don't ever have nobody to tell you special or you're beautiful mm -hmm. or something like that, you think you're garbage. Wow. And for me, you know, that was a big battle in my life. But what was life changing for me, Neil, was whenever I was homeless. I've been through hell and back. And by this time, I'm grown. 16 years old, the state emancipated me. That means they say, you are an adult. We're done with you. So I spent most of my life in foster care. And at the age of 16, I'm now an adult. I look at my daughter that's 16 right now. I still don't know how I made it in this world. Crazy. But, um, you know, I end up getting pregnant. I had my son at 17. And then I was homeless. And I remember, you know, you got to understand, I hated my mother. Like I wanted to kill her most of my life wow. because of what she She's did still alive. to me. She is. You talk to her? No. Okay. No. You can't forgive her. It's not that I can't forgive her. I have chosen to forgive, but you know, um, uh, my son, 
who um, I was homeless with. Tariq. Yes. Yeah. That was a time where my daughter, Atea, um, got really, really sick. She was a preemie in the hospital. And so I had to, I couldn't keep a baby at the hospital. So I needed to send him away. She was the only person I can call. Mind you, I've been in foster care. So I, did, I never really talked to her. Well, I got a phone call from my sister who passed away. She said, I need you to come get your son right now because she's about to sell him. Whoa. While my daughter is in the NICU fighting for her life. They say, you leave this hospital, we're calling, foster, we're calling the foster care people on you because you can't leave your daughter in NICU without an adult, without supervision. I had nobody, but I had to make a choice. Yeah. And all I can remember was that girl that was five years old laying on that bathroom floor. Yeah. Tyreek wasn't even one yet. So... Nice. I'm like, so for me, that was the end point. Like, I'll never allow you to hurt my children like you did me. Mm. I'll never let you do that. And so that was the moment in my life where I had to forgive her because it's unrealistic of me to expect her to be a mother when she didn't know how to be a mother. Mm. She didn't know how to be my mother. So I had to forgive her for that. And so... um you know, moving beyond that or whatever the case may be, you know, now I'm a grown woman. I say I'm grown. I'm 17, (laughs) but I'm grown. I've been through hell and back by this time. You know what I'm saying? And I'm under this bridge with my son and I'm like, yo, I got, I I have to, I have to say under a bridge, meaning you were, that was where you lived at under a bridge. Yeah. Like we literally slept under there. Wow. Like, like for me, that was one of the most scariest moments of my life. Because of the simple fact, when you look around, no 17-year-old girl is supposed to be living under a bridge. Yeah. Not with her baby. I'm vulnerable. Mm. There's so many homeless people that's under this bridge. It's not safe. You know, even in the middle of that situation, I knew I was not supposed to be in this situation. Like, this was not my reality. Like, yes, I'm here now, but I won't remain here. Like, that's what I kept telling myself. But the driving factor for that was my son. Like, I made him a promise that I would never, ever abandon him or forsake him. I would be a good mother to him. Because up to this point, Neil, you got to realize I was a victim. Like, that's why I hated everybody. That's why nobody wanted to get close to me. I would push him away. Up to this point in my life, I was the victim. So I knew that in order for me to move from being a victim to a victor, that's the only way I can be the woman he needs me to be. I had to leave all of that other stuff behind. That was a mouthful. Ah, you went through. I didn't know it was like. I'm still on the five year olds getting five year old getting raped, and I'm assuming it continued throughout several parts of your life. I don't even know. Well, how you, they they removed us. They yeah. removed us, and we ended up going to um, one grandmother, then another grandmother, and then I ended in foster care. Yeah. I don't even know how you even get over that type of trauma. Like, I don't even know. 2018 is when I got through that. Wow. Shout out to E. Like, I love him so much because that program set me free. Yeah. Like, I didn't know how angry I was or how mad I was, but, you know, um, I didn't know how to get through my story until 2018. That's how, like, that. that's not that long ago, right? That's like right there. So it's crazy. Yeah. Just, just the thought of just, man, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> still, cause I, I, I'm envisioning my kids, but I just really need somebody who's listening to this. Like you went through, that's like the bo- pits of like the bottom of the bottom. And 
to be able to recover and now impact your lives. Like, I, you know, I've been to New Orleans and you got a community with your kids' names on signs. Your, your friends got names on signs. And it's just, I really want people to understand that you could be going through some stuff right now and you will you will get out of those things. Absolutely. Like, you got to start Absolutely. telling that story more. I don't know if you really, and I don't know if it take you to a place where you can't tell mm-hmm. it, but the people who are broken and broke, mm-hmm. when I, and again, you know, I'm not talking about financially, but right. broken and just feel like I'm broke in my life, mentally and physically. Like you, that story is so powerful because it make me feel like, man, I better not complain about no upbringing. <laughs> I better yeah. not complain. Oh, the heat went out for one night. You know? That's right. No, you, you sleeping a, outside. You had your mother who loved you. Yeah. I never know what that felt like. Yeah. I never know what that felt like. Yeah, that's crazy. But my children wouldn't know what it felt like. Yeah. Like I, I have to let them know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, I know we talk. Let's get in a little bit into real estate. Um, what made you? You started with the one property, then to the mm-hmm. two. What made you just say development is the way? Like, we were just mm-hmm. talking about how I'm like, yo, you've been in Atlanta a lot. You probably need to just buy, you know, get a spot here. And you're like, well, actually, we're building, I think, a 16-unit building? How many unit? Eight units? Um, yeah, so. Hey, you're looking at this, and you're probably enjoying this episode. And the strategies and the gems that I give you, this is just a fraction of what you learn in my mastermind, right? I would love for you to be able to learn more information on how he's able to help Carter Cofield make a million dollars in one single day, how he's able to help Rochelle Parks make over $500,000 in a day, learn how he's able to help Tevin grow his Instagram following from 70,000 followers to upwards to 200,000 followers within two months. And again, those results are not typical, let me be very clear, but they are possible for those who are willing to put work in, energy, and effort. If you're looking at this video right now, I want you to go to the website mastermindwithneo.com so you can apply to see if you're a good fit for our mastermind. This is specifically for someone looking to grow their digital business, right? Even though, y'all probably even know David Shan, Sleepers for Suckers, he's inside of my mastermind. You probably know Sonya, the student loan doctor, he's inside of my mastermind. You probably know Darius Daniels, he's inside of my mastermind. Those are just a few more people who are absolutely crushing it as a result of being inside of the community. So listen, if you're looking at this, right, and you're probably looking at the episode like, man, you're dropping so much gems but can you imagine how many gyms you'll get when you're actually inside of the environment, when you're tapped into the community? What I want you guys to go to right now is mastermindwithneo.com so you do not miss out on your opportunity to get tapped in. You will have to apply. You will have to get on the call. And hopefully you make the cut to be a part of what we got going on. I'll see you on the inside. Let's get back to the episode. It's, um, it's a six-story building. Um, it's going to have um, 16 units in it, um, an event studio, and a um a rooftop lounge. Yeah, so, and, and so sh- I was like, y'all, you should get a property here. Like, you should just move. I was really talking about an apartment. Like, <laughs> yeah. just get a spot here. Because <laughs> yeah. when she comes, she might be at a hotel or something. Right. And they're like, yeah, I'm build- it, the building will be up next year. 16 yeah. units, yeah. event studio. Y'all yeah. know that's my play. Yeah. Um, Event studio, which y'all got to get one. Yes, absolutely. Rooftop deck. Mm-hmm. So now you can yeah, actually host your own that. events there. Yeah. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm yes, absolutely. Yeah. So what made what what made you do development versus continue to do just regular, I guess, flips and stuff like and I think you I heard you say the other day, like you don't really care for flips. Tell yeah. me what made you just say development is the way Why for you. Why not me? Mm-hmm. Like I look at all these men. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking very successful men, you know, um, 
been development communities for five generations. Mm -hmm. I don't know no woman that got five generations of family that's been developing like that. You know, um, I recently heard of um, one person that's out of New York, but I don't really know. I don't know her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, so for me, I understand that the same amount of time it takes to make $1, the same amount of time it takes to make a million dollars. So I'd rather make the million dollars in the same amount of time. Mm. And so when I develop communities, you know, I have control over it. You know, um, I say how I want the roads to look in there. I say what names we want on it. We say what names we want on the subdivisions. You know, um, we set the HOAs. Our children get paid for life from them, HOA fees, you know. And so all of that is so important because of the simple fact, you know, um, it's a different level of income. You know, Mm -hmm. when you flip a property, you sell it, it's done. Cool, you made some money. You develop a property, you'd have five years. You making money hand over fist for five years straight. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Um, we're building a 50-unit apartment complex um, in Louisiana. Well, guess what? I own the building. I'm going to name the building. You know, every floor is going to have some type of sentimental name to me and my partners. Um we get to set, you know, the rules in the building. Like, is this we the five hundred unit building you were talking about, or just a no, different? no, no, no? That's a different. That's an existing unit that's already yeah. um, that we're working on. This one is one we're building yeah, ground uh, up. from ground up. But um, yeah, you know, um, development is another level that a lot of people don't seem to even think about. You know what I'm mm. saying? It sounds it seem hard. It's not. It's not. Um, if if one person can do it, anybody can do it. You know, I think it was Carnegie that says nothing is impossible. You know, and every time I think about anything that I do, I always say nothing is impossible. Yeah. You know, me wanting to be in Dubai, nothing is impossible. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah you literally went to Dubai on a vacation and said, well, I think I need to invest here. And That's you, right. You went back. That's right. What's your plans for Dubai? Yes, um, absolutely. So the plan for Dubai is I want to buy as many parcels of land, land as I possibly can and hold it. And then eventually start developing, you know, high rises and some mid rises, depending on the area. Um, But I really just want to hold the real estate because I understand the importance of it. People joke when they say, oh, they ain't making real estate no more. You doggone right. That's why I'm trying to eat as much as I can. Yeah. Like, I want the dirt. Give me all the dirt. You know. um, They said they ain't making no more land. They ain't making no more land. Yeah. And, I mean, and what happens when they don't make it no more? I mean, you got these hedge fund companies buying acres, hundreds of acres at a time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I think uh, we're a little behind on the game, but I think we all can step up and move forward with it for sure. So you you teach people about real estate. You show people how to get in the game. Um, when you're teaching somebody, right? I know you got programs and masterminds mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're teaching people, are you taking them straight to development or is it levels? Is it by, by yeah. yeah. I don't want to buy get a haircut. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? What's a haircut? <laughs> <laughs> you lose money, you know, things don't go right, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That, that crap hurt, you know? Yeah. You have a shave backwards, you understand the pain of a haircut, right? right. So, um, you know, I, I start with the very basics, like, you know, how much money do you need to replace you? That's the biggest question. It's not about what industry. How much money you have to replace you, meaning your job? That's or, right. Okay, your job. got you. Like, you got to wake up every single day, go to work, clock in, whatever, right? You can't tell me you want to do this forever. Yeah. So let's not think about retirement with a 401k. Let's think about retirement with these bricks. Yeah. How many bricks you need right now to replace you? Yeah. We find that out. Then we get to the point of, okay, this is the best vehicle for you. Flipping may not be the best vehicle for yeah. some people, yeah. 
buy and hold may be the better solution. A commercial project may be a better solution. Storage units may be a better solution. Wholesaling may be a better solution. Yeah. It depends on where that person is and how much they need to replace them. The path you need. Everybody right. got a different path. Everybody got a different path. Yeah. So for somebody to just say, oh, this is, I start everybody here. I can't start everybody there. I got to know what your exit is. Yeah. Because before you start, you need your exit. Are you going to be taking all kinds of detours along this way? That's powerful. So essentially, you come in and you identify where you're at, and then we could decide whether you want to start with development, whether you want to start with uh, wholesaling, mm-hmm. whether you want to start with buying holds. Mm-hmm. And I ain't going to lie, I was like, I'm so happy, and I want to ask you just about the digital world, ver- mm-hmm. digital real estate, which I'm in with digital products and mm-hmm. stuff, versus what you're in with real bricks. And, I, of course, I have some real bricks, but mm-hmm. not like the same my full-time gig. Right. Um, but I guess for me, like flipping, I just never fell in love with flipping. Cause I'm like the amount of energy and effort you got to put in to flip a building. I'd rather just keep it forever. And the one Doug is a, somebody who initially taught me Shout about real estate. Yeah, he that. taught me about real estate and made me really understand the importance of buying and holding. But I want to do the effort, put the work in and keep the building. I want to get paid for the rest of my life. That's right. Like you said, your kid getting money off of HOAs. Mm-hmm. Like that's first, that's gangster to yeah. develop <laughs> it and now create HOAs. Mm-hmm. I like how yeah. that sounds. Don't go away. Because I think people yeah. are creating communities, but I don't know if they're doing an the HOA play yeah. in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. The HOA is mandatory. Yeah. And it Ooh. also keeps the design of the neighborhood. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It yeah. keeps the developers involved in what we've built. Yeah. You know, so that's so important. Um, but yeah, no, buy and hold is extremely important and people don't understand. You can literally buy anything in this world. Why not buy income? Yeah. Yeah. Why they not buying income? Wow. Because we're not taught that. Yeah. Cause cause you gotta really think for me when I just to go back to the flipping, it's like buy the building, fix it up. It's almost like a job, then mm-hmm. flip it. You they they say you only good as your last flip. That's you got to find another. And no, I'm not hating on nobody flipping y'all. Let's be very clear. I'm just saying because I'm in a digital world, I'm like that's my flip money. Right. So for me, I'd rather get something that I can make money because then you got to pay capital gains on the mm-hmm. the flip unless right. you're going to do a 1038 exchange. You can't do a 1031 with a flip. It's give me 1031 exchange. Not with a flip. You can't. No, because they got time restraints on that. So, you know, you can do... Oh, with a flip, but if I got to exist in something, because my buddy just bought, sold a, a land they had, mm-hmm. excuse me, restaurant land, and they did a 1031 yeah, on it. but that's because that's not a flip. Like, got you it. get what I'm saying? Like, because flips are... It wasn't like a three-month process when yeah, we went in the hair. right. It's like less than a year or whatever the case may be. You can't do a 1031 with that. The IRS is very strict on those type of vehicles. But, yeah, um, I would say that, you know... With a buy and hold, whenever you're buying and holding, you know, income, I told you, I said, Neil, you want in on this deal that I brought you in on because we have a 20-year contract where they're going to pay us a half a million dollars a year. Mm. How can you even say no to that? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, 3% <laughs> inflation built in. How can we say no to that? Yeah. There's not an investment. Like, this investment was so sweet that we did together that we got a dividend payment six months in. Yeah. Multifamily, you don't get dividend payments off the back like that. Like, it don't go like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? It takes 12 to 18 months to stabilize it. Then you start getting dividend payments, you know? So for us to get into something like that, now think about it. 
that's income you don't even have to worry about. Yeah, I think it just went in my bank account. Too. It just going to your bank yeah. account. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I think the check just went, the deposit just went in there too. Yeah, I ain't got to do nothing for you it. You don't have to do anything for yeah. it, right? So you put a little elbow grease, What's and your, I get paid for the rest of my life on that. That's right. Until the building sell. That's right, and you get yeah. paid off that. Yeah, I like that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so y'all better, y'all better tap in with that, <laughs> y'all. Forever, somebody in the comments write forever income. Forever income. Yeah. Oh, that's a shirt. I need that. Oh, that is. Income. Yeah, that's get that a shirt. Good one. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, forever income. I like that. Yeah. That we get with a house on it. What else? Something else. Yeah, I like that. That's a good design. Yeah. <laughs> We got to do it before people watch us. And oh, yeah. got to drop oh, that before okay. this episode drop. We're going. <laughs> Forever income. Yeah. But, yeah, so buy and hold, again, you know, again, it depends. I'll tell you. You say you're not hating on flippers, right? I'll take all the heat. I'm hating, right, because I want for you to have more. Mm-hmm. I know if you get sick with COVID or whatever sickness and you can't continue flipping, your family going to hurt. So why you good at flipping, be good at investing that money, to buy you more money so you don't have to keep on flipping. Flipping is a job. Yeah. That's you just an employed person for yourself. Yeah. Like you get what I'm saying? So I'm not saying stop flipping. What I'm saying is continue you flipping for a reason. Mm-hmm. For income. Yeah. Buy income along the way and still keep flipping. So if you ever get tired or you be like, yo, you know what? I want to retire. You got income that's growing for you while you still doing what you love. Yeah. Powerful. That's important. Yeah. And one of my buddies, me, he talked about if you are flipping, maybe flip one, get a buy and hold. Flip mm-hmm. one, get That's a buy it. and hold. Flip one, he get a buy and hold. He's yeah. smart. Yeah. yeah. Like he's smart. There's you flipping is no different than you having to show up for a job. Yeah. You're the first person that really broke down that concept for me of buying income. You say yeah. investor means to you mm-hmm. buying income. Buying income. That's it. Mm. That's it. Like every time you invest into something, you buy an income. If you say you just want to invest, you know, um, and I think everybody want to return on their investment, right? I ain't meet nobody yet who said, yo, I don't want to return on my investment. Yeah, facts. I don't know. Yeah. Even if I'm investing in charity, I want the return to be somebody life being changed. So you can't tell me you are an investor and you're not looking for a return. And so for me, anytime I send my little children out, I want them to come back with some big children. Mm-hmm. I like them all to come to my mm-hmm. house and play. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, you know, um, investing have to be a part of our life. You know, spending yeah. is a part of our life. Yeah. Mm, so investing needs to become mandatory. Mandatory. People haven't made it mandatory yet. They not. Yeah. It has to be mandatory. People will question an investment before they question spending. That's a fact. Straight up. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah, I've done it before. Like, yeah. Are you sure? Da, da, da. Yeah. Like, yeah. like how you not question spending, but you question investment. Yeah. I have to, I have to literally have a consultation with you to tell you, you're going to make a half a million dollars, but it takes nothing for you to go buy. Let's just say a million dollar boat. Yeah. You just go buy it. Yeah. Don't Anybody. even question it. Right. Boom. Don't question yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, somebody told me that's like, dang, I remember when we first started together. I was like, no offense to them, but they're not where I'm at right now. I yeah. just kept my head down and kept on buying income. Yeah. Mm. Tell, tell people, like, so one of the benefits, like I'm about to close on a building and one of the other reasons and we were just talking to you about, like, I'm getting an office first. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do I buy it or do I lease right. it just because... 
Of course, you you're an advocate for buying, so of course I'm I'm gonna buy it now. But I'll buy it for you. Too. What's the benefits <laughs> uh, for a digital entrepreneur? Like one of the reasons I was trying to close on this deal before uh, December 31st is past that, but because of depreciate. Talk a little bit about the depreciation, just mm-hmm. all the other benefits of owning real estate mm-hmm. outside of the bricks. There's so many other. I know we got cost segregation studies. Mm-hmm. Just a, yeah, seem like it's so, so many much, benefits. and we can do a whole entire course on it. But what I will say is, you know, you get the appreciation, yeah. you get the depreciation, yeah. you know, um, you get the cash flow, which yeah. is huge, yeah. right? Um, you get the actual physical asset within itself and it builds your portfolio, you know? So, you know, if you go to a bank and they say, and you say, Oh, I want to buy a commercial building. They're going to say, Oh, well, do you already own one? You say, no, they're going to be like, Oh, okay. But if you say I already own one, then it's like, Oh, that's different. It's a different type of um, conversation. So I always say ownership is way more important. You get to write off, like you get to depreciate your interest. Like it's so many things you can do with ownership than you cannot do with not owning the building. And for those of you who's in the digital space, you need some tax vehicles to be able to, you know, um, invest, you know, and defer, you know, some of this income through. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> so that brings me to digital real estate or physical real estate. I'm physical. Yeah. Right. I'm digital. Right. You know what I mean, right. I like both. Now I want both, but mm-hmm. I think what we've been on now is take all the additional income mm-hmm. and fork it in the physical income, like right. fork it in the physical real estate. Mm-hmm. I just earlier on, I just got spoiled. It's like I could create a digital product. Let's say an ebook mm-hmm. cost me just say five thousand all in maybe, mm-hmm. and I could potentially go have that make me five thousand dollars a month mm-hmm. for a year. Mm-hmm. What's that five? What's that? What's that about sixty thousand dollars off of a five thousand dollar investment? Maybe with some advertising and stuff. Call it may make thirty forty thousand cash flow off of this digital product. So I'm like, I've just fell in love with it. So mm-hmm. when I was presented just deals in real estate, I'm like, yo, that seemed kind of slow to me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. one of my uh, properties in Philly cash flow me like, which is cool. I like it. It's like 700 a month. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yo, that same effort. I'm like, I could get me, create me a book or something mm-hmm. and just keep that going. So I, for years I was spoiled on that idea of, but now I'm like, everything I think about now is how can I make sure my family's good forever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, but that, I, that was just my thought earlier. I mean, yeah. earlier years ago, I was like, man, I just want, why would I, like, why? But for me, the digital space is based off of, you know, um, a lot of physical labor. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't no little elbow grease and then you take your hands off. It's yeah. elbow grease, arm grease, eye grease, head grease, yeah. shoe grease. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot. And people don't understand, to me, everything that goes into it. So the reason why I say physical real estate is because I get the actual benefits of the IRS code than what you would get with that $30,000 that you did not mention anything with the IRS code because you have no vehicles, yeah, that's <laughs> you know, but the cool thing is, like you said, you use that money to go buy physical yeah. and then, you know, you still doing 
it's the same as flipping. Yeah. Right. The physical money, you take it to go buy the stable money. Yeah. You know, um, and I think that, you know, I any real investor I know has a portfolio. Yeah. Like when, when I have conversations with my buddies at the country club, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Yes. The country club. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. I mean, all we talking about is bricks, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. <laughs> we talking about bricks, you know what I'm saying? And how big they portfolios are. I got some buddies that got three thousand doors. Yeah. I mean, they making a hundred, fifty, two hundred thousand dollars, you know, with one set of buildings. Yeah. You know, it took me eighteen years to build a quarter million dollars in passive income. Wow. That's a long time. Yeah. But I ain't mad. Yeah. I retire right now and be good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um and I think everybody just gotta choose what they, you know choose your path that's it but yeah. also make sure that it's something that you can retire from because you're not going to be young all the time i'm not going to be young yeah so that's why i'm literally transitioning i'm putting everything i got into real estate like yeah. every dime i'm extra that mm -hmm. i want to put in a real outside of buying businesses and brands and stuff i want to put yes. i just got addicted to fast money you yeah. know what i mean like i'm about yeah. to buy a brand say i buy a brand for a million and put down a deposit, and I'm I immediately acquire a network. But nothing's wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. That's good. do both. Yes, I do everything. Yes. Uh, one of my uh friends, uh, she and clients, Coach Kelly, say and and both. Mm -hmm. Like, yes. give me everything. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. a buffet. Yeah, it's a buffet. So, um, yeah, it's just if y'all listening to this, man, just put the money in real estate. Even if you start doing a comparison game, mm -hmm. like. Because just the idea that Trump doesn't pay taxes because of the bricks. Like, a lot of these people don't pay taxes because of the bricks. Mm -hmm. So it's just that, yeah. I got good buddies of mine. I'm like, yo, what's your tax bill? I don't have one. Yeah. Because of the bricks. Depreciation, yeah. cost yeah. sex, David studies. David was joking about that yesterday. Like, yeah. his tax bill way crazier than mine. Yeah. I'm like, dude. Yeah, it's that I digital rep money. Look, I have to go back braiding hair, that type of tax bill. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> make some cards on the side yeah. <laughs> i can't do that like i don't know you know like yeah. that's a lot so absolutely yeah. you definitely want to diversify yourself for yeah. sure so for somebody here listening what's what's some first steps they should take to get their first or their next property um i would say you know just start researching finding a great mentor you yeah. know having the right mentorship you know um somebody with real receipts, I think that's always important. You know, you have a lot of teachers with no receipts. Um, you want to make sure they have receipts. Um, I would also say, you know, start reading books about real estate investing so you can just... Any books in particular that you, your favorites? Oh, yes. Um, real Estate for Dummies. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's an easy one. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, um, for me, I was really dumb when I started in real estate. Yeah. You know, so I did it scared. I did it dumb. Yeah. I ain't care. I ain't had no rules to follow. I ain't had nothing to break. I just did it. Yep. So I think that, you know, for me, that was, you know, um, a good book. Rich Dad, Poor Dad is another great book. You know, um, Real Estate Investing Made Simple is another great book. There's so many great books out there you can um, just start reading. And then start showing up to networking events about real estate, getting mm -hmm. co um, conversations with people that's having real estate conversations. Surround hey, thank you so much for tuning in this episode. I hope you're getting extreme amount of value. I want you to go ahead and comment below. Share with me your biggest takeaway. In addition to that, my number one goal is for me to be able to grow all of my social platforms so I can give you info 
insight, strategy, and game from every platform there is. So take a minute to follow me on Instagram at Neil DeVee. So same exact name on Twitter, same exact name on TikTok, and follow me on LinkedIn at Nehemiah Davis. I would love for you to be able to be tuned into my articles and everything that I drop relating to helping you get to that next level in your life. Tune in yourself with people who are um who you're aspiring to be like like all of that to me you know adds value to what it is and how you want to get started in real estate investing yeah so for you one of the things you do is you give people an opportunity to invest with you on projects um and i think i even heard you say it like a lot of times like you could get started literally purely leveraging other people's money. You talked yes. about a deal about talk to me about somebody here. Like I don't got it, but I could potentially leverage somebody's money. Mm -hmm. What could that person do? Where I may don't have the money. Get I may don't the have knowledge the credit. You can yep. like knowledge is like knowledge is money. Knowledge is wealth. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is everything you're lacking right now. Yeah. Like I just, I gave an example of um, when I was in my mastermind and I said, okay, um, a contractor stand up. Why you not doing, why you not doing whatever, right? Why you not investing in real estate? Oh, I don't got the down payment or the money. All right, sit down. Ask an investor. Hey, why you not investing in real estate? I don't have a contract. I don't really know what to do to get started. I said, okay, both of y'all stand up the contractor and the investor. I said, the investor got the money, the contractor got the skills and, the, um, the expertise. Do y'all mind working together to come up with some type of opportunity for each other? Mm. The contractor didn't have no money, but because he was in the right room around the right people and we asked the right questions, that contractor now have business in a partnership. And now this investor is now investing into um, real estate, but now they partner is just as invested as them because they're the contractor. It's, and I really want people to get it. That's leverage too. Yeah, leverage. Yeah. I really want people to get not just creative finance, and that's one mm -hmm. thing, but you got to get resourceful in this time we're in. Right. That's right. Like you got to get resourceful. Like that's if right. somebody got some money sitting, they know, like, and trust you, and you understand this game, mm -hmm. you borrow that money and you give them a return. That's right. Like, it's just, I feel like mm -hmm. it's so many, like, we don't exhaust every option that's presented to us. We don't. We just count ourselves out because we look at our bank account and we say, oh, it's not there, and then that's it. We, yeah. we don't go beyond that. Yeah. You want to buy a million dollar building with no money. What you going to do right now? Um, I'm going to call Neil and David and um, a few other rich people I know and say, hey, I, I have this opportunity. It's going to make us this amount of money. You know, how much can y'all come to the table with? Done. All right. What about for somebody? What about <laughs> if somebody don't got them friends? What they do? Get you some new friends. Mm. <laughs> get in the right room i'm sorry Golly. broke people hanging with broke people just gonna have broke results we can't do that right so um i would say you know if you don't have those type of people that's the first thing you need to fix yeah i agree like one of the things my uh alex says is he says education before compensation mm. yeah that's so good like people gotta really start Yo, everything changed with me financially when I just start educating myself more. Mm. Everything. I just everything. start making way more money. I tell people all the time, the more you learn, at some point you can remove the L. And earn. Yeah. Mm. So it's like, and then sometimes it's who, not how. Mm -hmm. Who can help you do it? That's right. Who got my money? Yeah. Grant, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Who got my who money? Got my money? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Tell the people real quick, um, just I know you offer opportunities, invest with you, you offer, uh, and you, I know you not, David had to twist your arm to even help you to start coaching people on this because you're like, yo, I've been making money a long time just 
doing the thing, but yeah. I know you you're creating opportunities, the property challenge and yeah. other the mastermind to really help people. How can people tap in? Absolutely. So um, right now we have the property challenge um, that's coming up. It is a five day extensive course time with me. Like we're on a date. You need to clear your schedule. You got to make sure that you show up every single day and I'm giving meat and potatoes. I'm not giving like that, that little hoorah, that little fluff, you know, I'm giving you what you can eat off of. But at the end, I'm also going to offer you a chance and opportunity to come sit at the table with us. Mm, powerful. You know what I'm saying? But and you have to go through them five days. Yeah, that's good. You got to go through them five days. Yeah. You got to prove yourself. You got to prove they're ready to make the that's investment. It. That's mm. it. This. Yeah. Got to yeah. be right. Uh, website, thepropertychallenge.com? www.thepropertychallenge.com. You can go to the, um, you can go to any one of my social media platforms, click the link in the What's bio. Your social media platforms. Um, TerricaLynnSmith.com. All of my platforms. Instagram is female real estate guru, TerricaLynnSmith. Let's get it y'all. Yes. So I just wanted y'all to really hear that we're about to bring this to a close, but I wanted y'all to really understand like work with somebody who got the receipts, work yes. with somebody who's doing this. Like this is all she eat, dream yes. and sleep real estate and the biggest thing that I really love is that one, she got me making some money with her, which is always good with these bricks that we got. But um, just being around people who get it, like one of the most important things you could do in this season of people's lives is elevate your circle. That's right. You said it like your your current situation is not your final destination. I believe oh, you can change right. everything within a year yes. of dedication, Removing out the bull crap and really just going all in on your goals and your dreams. All in. Yeah. It's all in. I love that. Yeah, Absolutely. No, I believe. So T, take us out with just an inspiring or encouraging word to our guests. Yeah. Um, and I know we're going to do a part two. I know yes. we got some time constraints right now, but I'm just grateful that you took some time to get on a, oh, uh, get, be on a uh, circle me. of greatness. Yes. And I, I'm happy to be uh, with you. So let yeah. the people know, Silent. Take us I'm, out of here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to take this from my boy Lamar, um, who I heard say this this morning, right? Reasons sound like excuses to me. And so mm. I need you to stop counting all the reasons why you can't do something and start doing. Like, start doing. It don't matter what it is. Even if it's one small thing, just do it. And just get involved and just see if it works. What's the worst that can happen? You be exactly where you are. Like, that's what, like, just do it. Like, mm. I love it. And with that being said, y'all, another episode of Circle of Greatness. Let's tap in and see y'all on the next one. Let's go.